0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassionchurch.
1: Andy, uh, I'm Pastor Bruce. I have the unique privilege of uh, introducing the men of God today, and. He's used to being down there, but you got to be up here today, brother, so that we can get uh, uh, in uh, viewing distance for all of the folks that are not just near here, but the ones that are afar out there in uh, social media land. I want to read a verse of, of Scripture. As Pastor Sandy uh, had said, we had... Uh, We had prayed, you know, this has been a whole year of surprises. How many of you have been surprised this year? (laughs) Over happenings and never seen anything like this. Well, you know, there's a God who we have yet to see uh, the unfolding and the revealing where you'll never, uh, what's about to, what is he's about to, uh, show that we might know never seen a God like this amen so I want to read this verse of scripture as pastor Sandy said we would prayed well Lord you just surprise us you know oh uh, this is a year of sudden and unexpected and surprises so Lord surprise us you ever get to a place where you know uh, you stop telling God what you think he should do for you and just say, you know what, Lord, you know what's best we trust. Just surprise us. So, um, uh, in light of Danny uh, being here today, and again, and just this it really is a setup. You know, uh, it is a setup. And if we'll step up, I believe God has some things for uh, us today that, there's seed. You know, Sam says, should should we receive the offering for Danny before or after? I said, well, what do you do first? You always sow seed before you get a harvest now. And you get the order right, everything works right. Amen. Well, I'm just going to wait see if he does a good job. Yeah, that'll be all right. Amen. I'll wait till I have corn on the cob. Then maybe I'll think about sowing a seed. No, sow your seed. Got to grow it quick, and it, that's how it works. That was free. But anyways, this is out of Job, the fifth chapter. says, if I were in your shoes, I'd go straight to God. I'd throw myself on the mercy of God. After all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. Let's pray for the man of God comes. Lord, surprise us. You started something that you're well able to finish. I thank you that faith rises in the hearts of your people in an expectancy to so after all, Lord, you are merciful. We throw ourselves on your mercy. We're running straight to you today. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus. And we thank you that you are famous for great and unexpected Acts, and we know that there is an unending, unlimited supply today of your surprises. Say this with me: say, So surprise me, God. Amen. Come on, men of God.
2: Well, give the Lord a shout of praise, somebody. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm talking about my God, your God, our God is in the house today. Aren't you glad of that? I love you, the saints of God at Passion Church, you that are watching. If you don't have a home church, after all this has passed away, guess what? When this has passed away, we're going to have revenge. It's going to be called revival. I would encourage you to come out. If I lived in Alexander City, Alabama, I would come to this church. I love you, pastors. How many of you here today would say you love pastors Bruce and Sandy? Come on, shout amen. I believe they do. But I'm so glad that you're here today. I'm so glad that I'm here today and with me I've got my sister I'm so glad my sister is here but you know above all things he's here Kelly above all things he's here aren't you glad of that come on somebody shout he's here as I was sitting there a moment ago I've never done this before but the Lord says, Bernice, you're being set free. You're on the verge of giving up. You're on the verge of calling it quits. You're saying, Lord, I can't take it anymore. But God says, hold on just a little bit more, my child, because your breakthrough is almost at the door. Oh, can somebody shout Amen. raise your hands up yes daughter of Zion he's touching you right now I've been seeing you on Facebook and thank God for Facebook but I thank God more so for the book but if I've seen you, have been praying for you Kelly, said Lord just touch my sister and there's some things you've been, saying, Lord what about this and what about that there's some issues you're saying Lord I need your answer, I need your, is that right I mean there's some specific things, not just some itsy, bitsy, teeny weeny, but there's some some major issues. I'm seeing on Facebook. I knew I'd see it today. And God said to today, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, because I've not forgotten about you. You said, My Lord, you've touched this when you moved for that one. Oh God, but what about me? He says, I am your God, I am your master, I'm your king, I am your heavenly father, and all this that your breakthrough season is just around the corner. So do not give up, but continue to look up and everything's gonna be all right. Hallelujah. Some of you that are watching today, you've gone through the rough and the tough. But God said, hold on because I'm still God. The enemy has a plot. But I have a plan for you. If you're ready for that plan to begin, be in forward to come on shout, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 glory, glory, glory. You that are watching, you can't see this, but brother in the sound booth, with the hands raised, keep them raised. God said get ready because there's a mighty shifting coming. There's a mighty changing coming. And what you do, I don't know what you do, but God said there's a mighty shifting coming, a mighty changing coming. And he said it's not going to happen when the summer's over. But you're going to start seeing the beginning stages as the summer begins to end. You're going to see a mighty change. Hell is coming against you to sift you. But God says my hand's upon you and I'm going to shift you up higher. It's going to be Greater Oh come on shout amen. Woo I feel a holy ghost shout coming on Hallelujah Oh God is good You that are watching you that here today No I'm an early riser for the most part not always but I like to get up early sometimes Three o'clock comes early every morning. It does. Now, I don't get up at three, but it does come early. But I got up this morning. The Lord's been saying this to me every morning for the past few weeks. Everywhere I've been for the past few weeks, the Lord's been saying the same thing. He said to tell you this, do not worry and do not fret because It ain't over yet. I said do not worry and do not fret because it ain't over yet. If you're ready for the Lord begin to change some things, come on, shout amen. The last time I was with you was what? B.C., that's right? B.C., before the corona devil. Come on now. (laughs) But I love you, the saints of Passion Church you're a great bunch now the past what six months we've seen all kinds of things the good the bad and the ugly come on now now my granddaughter oh I love my grandbabies I love her my, my granddaughter graduated from kindergarten you know just a couple of months ago when I said to her I says I said congratulations you just finished kindergarten she said thank you papa I said, but you know, you, you didn't go back to school for about three months because mommy taught you. I know. I said, but you know why you didn't go back to school? She said, well, Papa, everybody knows that. I said, why is that? She said, because of school. They were out of toilet paper. Come on now. <laughs> good answer. Come on, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Now, these things have taken you maybe by surprise but not the heavenly father. I got a word for you. I got a word for you. I'll say it again and again. God is saying to the church here in Alexander City, there are some things that has been spoken over you individually, brother. Some things have been spoken over you, church, prophetically. And in this period of time, hell has come against you saying, it's not gonna happen. Do you think one Koran, Moron, devil is gonna stop the word of the Lord from coming to pass? Come on now. I'm talking about even from the foundations of this world. He knew this was gonna happen. Come on now. And he's sitting back on his throne saying, ha, 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 devil, is this the best you got? Come on now. He is still God. Come on, shout amen. Now I've learned how to go with, how to roll with the punches. Come on. In fact, I fly two, three times a week and on the flight, the flight attendant says, well, you need to keep your mask on the whole time unless you're eating or drinking. I've learned a bag of Doritos lasts me for three hours. Come on now. (laughs) Don't you love the Lord? I said don't you love the Lord would you stand please all across this great sanctuary how many love and appreciate that praise team come on shout amen before we get into God's word and I love his word the patriarch Job said I esteem the words of his mouth more than my necessary food The psalmist said, I rejoice. Everybody shout, rejoice. I rejoice at his word as one that findeth great spoil. The prophet Jeremiah said, The words were found, and I did eat them, and they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Jesus, our Lord, said, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And the writer of Hebrews, and I believe it was the Apostle Paul, said that that his word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Do you believe that? And before we get into God's word this morning, you that are watching today, you that are home, wherever you may be, I want you along with us here in this great church. Can we all just raise our hands one more time and just offer him another praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church. Out of the depths of your heart, begin to praise him. Come on, uh, begin to raise your praise. Hallelujah. Come on, begin to praise him. Let everything but breath praise the Lord.
0: Oh, come on, somebody. Let everything but his breath begin to praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, hallelujah. Oh. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will show forth all of his wondrous works. As you're watching now, some of you have been healed right now in your body. As you begin to praise him, when your praise goes up, something comes down. When praise goes up, the healing comes down. When praise goes up, miracles are coming down. you the healer right now. Come on. Begin to praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Come on, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. But praise you the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, from the rise in the sun. For they're going down to the same. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Hallelujah. I got a word.
2: Many of you have gone through a rough and tough time. Did the pass, what, six months? Do I get a witness? Some of you have lost income. You've lost a job. You've been cut back financially. But God said, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. Because he's already gone before you. The Bible says, but my God, your God, our God, but my God shall supply. Everybody shout that word supply. That's Philippians 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all of your need. And notice in that verse, the word supply comes before the word need. And before the need ever arose, guess what? He's made provision. He's made provision. Your supply is there. He is our heavenly father. He won't let you down. He's our heavenly father. He won't let you down. And I believe that some of you are about ready to see some shifting, some changes. It's not going to be the way it was before because We're not gonna look to this way, to that way, to this source, that source, because he is our source. And I say this to you by the Spirit of God. This is not on my notes, this is by the Spirit of God. Some of you are gonna have some very unique avenues of increase. Some unique avenues of blessings coming your way that you never had before, honey. In the red, white, and blue are right there in the third row, and raise your hands up, honey. It's been a rough time for you, it's been a rough season for you, mama. But God said, I've seen your heart. Over the years, I've seen your tears. And God said, You're about ready to see heaven open up for you, Mama. It's gonna be alright. Do you believe that? Hallelujah, Jerome. The Spirit of God said God's gonna turn it for you, Jerome, this week. You're gonna see change come. You're gonna see a job open for you this week, Jerome. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And when it comes, it's gonna come, saith the Lord. You write this church, you call the church, you tell this church what God has done for you. Come on, shout Amen. Woo! Hey, 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 hey. I'm ready to preach. I'm ready to preach keep on standing, don't sit down yet, When not sit down during the millennium. But I just got a testimony from a church in South Georgia. Georgia. Everybody say Georgia. I love Georgia. Don't you love Georgia? Some of you may not know this, but it's true. I'm a product of a mixed marriage. I am. I am. My daddy's from Alabama. My mama's from Georgia. Amen. But I was in Georgia. I was just in Georgia. I had be back in Georgia again next week. And a lady comes up to me and she said, Brother Danny, can I share a word? I said, by all means. She said, you were here a year ago, not in our church, but another church here. And we're sitting out there And you were calling people up to the front for different needs, different situations. And my daughter turned to me and said, mama, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. She said, for what, darling? She said, you know, every time I get pregnant, I have a miscarriage. I've got pregnant four times and I've had four miscarriages. My body's giving me nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble. I've had trouble keeping a baby. I just can't keep a baby the full term. It's nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble. She said it over and over again, it's nothing but trouble, but I'm gonna go up there because I believe that, brother, and prays for me. God's gonna cause me to keep my baby and I'm tired of this trouble. Well, she comes up to the front and she said, brother, I said, zip it, honey, don't say a word. I said, because I got a word for you. And she said, what's that? I said, God said today, he is gonna give you what? Double for your trouble. And guess what just happened to her? She just gave birth to what? Twins, come on, shout amen. <laughs> Woo, hear me, you better get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Maybe you've gone through some trouble in different areas. I'm not saying having babies. I can see a whole bunch of baby makers out there. Come on now. But whatever the trouble may be, he's going to give you a devil for your trouble, Bruce. He's going to give you a devil for your trouble, Sandy. And I know some of the family situations. I know some of the things that have happened here and there. And I pray for you all the time, guys. And God said, You're about ready to see some things shift, some things turn. The blessings from coast, we are China to coast. Go, hallelujah. I'm ready to preach. Remain standing, please. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me, please, to the Gospel of Mark? Thank you, brother. The Gospel of Mark, chapter four. You may be seated. God bless you. Just a moment. You may be seated. The gospel of Mark chapter 4 beginning with verse number 35. If you're there, shout, I'm there. Mark chapter 4 beginning with verse number 35. And the same day when the evening was come, Jesus saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat in the ship, so that it was now full. And Jesus was in the hindered part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they waked him and said to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And it said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now chapter 5 verse 1. And they came over unto the other side. I want to minister for just a few moments along these lines. We are going to make it. I'll say it again. We are going to make it. Come on, shout that, please. We are going to make it make it personal. I am going to make it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is life-giving. Your word is life-changing. Father, I believe today, because of your word, which liveth and abideth forever, because of your word, we will never be the same again. We thank you, now we bless you, and all of God's people said together, amen. Amen. As I said, make it personal. I am going to make it. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him that. Say, I am going to make it. Tell him again that I hear you. I am going to make it. In this hour that we're living, it's an hour of trouble and crisis. And in this hour from coast to coast and around the world, people have been gripped by the spirit of fear. But the Bible tells us that God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And because of this fear, people are losing their faith in God and faith in the word of God. Fear. Fear. So many people have become so fearful and they're asking the question, are we going to make it? Is everything going to be all right? Well, guess what? Everything is going to be all right. But you've got to shake that fear off. You've got to rise up bold in the face of hell and say, it doesn't matter what may come my way. We are going to make it. I am going to make it. Hell has been coming against many of you in the midst of all of this and hell has been saying there is no way for you. But remember Jesus said I am the way. Hell says you're going to have a breakdown. But God says you're going to have a breakthrough. Hell says I've scheduled your burial. But God says I've scheduled your resurrection. But you've got to shake off that fear. What is fear? Fear is a dirty four-letter word. Fear comes like a mad dog on the loose. What does fear do? Fear comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What is fear? It is F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. What is fear? Fear is the dark room where negatives are developed. But fear will cause you to forget I said, fear will cause you to forget. But the psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Everybody shall forget not. And forget not all of his benefits. Now, what are some of his benefits? We've got the benefit of his presence. We've got the benefit of his promise. There it is. I like that. We've got the benefit of his power and we've got the benefit of his peace. But you know, fear will cause you to forget. And this is what happened here in Mark's gospel chapter four. The disciples, they allow fear to grip them and fear calls them to forget. But notice please the story. Beginning verse number 35, the Bible tells us that Jesus, our Lord, spoke to his disciples and said, Let us pass over unto the other side. He's saying the same thing to you. He said, Let us pass over to the other side. He did not say, Let us get halfway there and go down. He didn't say, Let us get halfway there and sink. He didn't say, let us get halfway and drown, but what did he say? He said, let us pass over unto the other side. And so the disciples, they got on board with him in the ship, but the Bible tells us, and also there were other little ships. They were not the same ship, all but little ships as well. They began to follow Jesus and the disciples across the sea in the midnight hour, they're crossing the sea. There were other ships. Now don't think you're the only one that goes through that goes through problems and heartaches and troubles and trials and woes and calamities. No, my friend, there are other people that are going through some rough and tough times. But guess what? He is still the God of us all. But here they were in the midst of that storm. Not a it's a bit teeny weeny storm, but in the midst, the Bible says a great storm. Has anybody ever gone through a great storm? Come on, talk to me, somebody. Now, you can call it by many names. You can call it a battle. You can call it a crisis. But guess what? He's gonna be with you in the midst of it all. I'm talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were in a fiery furnace. But guess what? God brought them out. Daniel was in the midst of the lion den, but guess what happened? God brought him out. Gilligan was on the island, but guess what? God brought him out. Come on now. But I'm talking about whatever you're going through, you can mark it down. Everything is gonna be all right. When well, that great storm arose, but guess what? In the midst of it all, that great storm where the ship was being tossed to and fro, and the winds were blowing, and the waves were beating against the ship. Has anybody ever had some winds and some waves beat against you? You say, but what is the difference? There were the winds, and there were the ways. So what is that? The winds are the unseen forces. What do you mean by unseen forces? The winds that come against you, what is that? It is hellacious devices coming your way. What is it? It's demonic attacks, it's spiritual warfare. Yes, those are the. Unseen forces, but also the waves were coming or being against those are the seen forces. What do you mean? I'm talking about maybe you're going through some seen forces, maybe it's sickness, disease, pain, infirmity, whatever it may be. Those are the seen forces, but it doesn't matter. But guess what? Because he is to God. Though the storm rages, though we're safe in the rock of ages. Come on, shout amen. Hell may come against you in different ways, but we're safe in the ancient of days. Come on. But in the midst of that storm, what happened? Fear gripped the disciples. Fear gripped them. And fear caused them to forget. What did they forget? They forgot about the presence of God. They were on board that ship, but they forgot about who was on board with them. The storm was raging, but they forgot about the presence of the one who was with him, who was with them the virgin born son of god the prophet's Messiah. Who was on board with them? The great I am that I am. Who was on board with them? Oh, who was aboard El Shaddai, the resurrection and the life. He was aboard with them. And let me tell you, some of the church, fear will come against you. If you allow fear to grip you and bring it down, you'll forget about who is with you at all times. Who's with you? My Lord, my God, my Savior, my King, my Master. Hallelujah. He rose for me and he talks for me. He is my God. He is your God. Uh, and it said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He said, lo, I am with thee always. But fear calls you to forget about what? The presence of God. Also, fear calls them to forget about the promise of God. Now, what promise have you forgotten about before this Koran moron devil started knocking? What did God tell you? I'm gonna bring restoration to your marriage. I'm gonna turn your situation around. I'm gonna set you free. I'm gonna save your children and your grandchildren. Come on. I'm gonna raise you up to a higher level. I'm gonna get you out of debt. Come on. I mean, what has God promised you? Come on, talk to me, church. But you see, fear grips us. Fear calls you to forget about the promise of God. But what promise did they forget about? Jesus said in verse 35, He said, Let us pass over to the other side. Have you forgotten about the prophetic words that have been spoken over your life? Oh, but but you don't understand. We got this Koran Moran devil, honey. Do you think that's gonna stop the Almighty? You think one little virus out of hell is gonna stop the plan and purpose of the most high God? Honey, he's a lot bigger than that, come on now. Have you forgotten about the word of the Lord? The promise of God, and every promise that he gives you is what, is yea and Amen. It's going to come to pass, Brother Bruce. It's going to come to pass. It is going to come to pass. Every prophetic word that's been spoken over you and over Miss Sandy is going to come to pass. Every prophetic word that's been spoken over passion, church, come hell or high water, it will come to pass. But we've allowed, we've allowed fear. We've allowed this Koran devil to cause us to begin to shake and tremble. We've allowed this to forget about what God said. But what did God say? God said, let us pass over to the other side. He didn't say we're gonna get sick. He didn't say we're going down, down, down. He didn't say it's gonna get rough and tough. He didn't say that. He said we're gonna make it to the other side. And I've come to tell you this day, as a man of God, it doesn't matter what it may look like, sound like, feel like. The Bible tells us in Numbers 23, verse 19, for God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, it will come to pass. I love that. It says that God is not a man that what? He should lie. I love that verse. But I love Titus chapter one verse two a lot better. It says, and God cannot lie. Don't allow fear to cause you to forget about the promise of God. Woo, Fear calls them to forget about the presence of God. Fear calls them to forget about the promise of God. But also fear calls them to forget about the power of God. The master was on board, but they forgot about what the master done in days gone by. They forgot about the power that was manifested through his life and ministry. They forgot about how Jesus had cleansed the leper how oh, Jesus turned the water into wine. How oh, Jesus walked upon the water. How oh, Jesus fed the 5,000. How oh, Jesus raised the dead. How oh, Jesus went about doing good and healing all those who oppressed up the devil. They forgot about the power of God. Let me ask you something. Have you forgotten about what God has done for you? Have you forgotten about how he picked you up out of the lowest point of your life? He set you free from the chains and shackles of depression, oppression, and hell. Have you forgot about how he saved your soul? Have you forgot about how he's healed your body? Have you forgot about how he turned your life around? Have you forgot how God has blessed you? Come on, and how does God bless you? Honey, but fear calls you to forget about the very power of God. But also, fear will cause you to forget about something else. Fear will you to forget about the peace of God. What kind of peace did the widow receive when Jesus raised her son from the dead? What kind of peace did Jairus receive when Jesus raised his daughter from the dead? What kind of peace did it's available for you. But I love what it says. Here they were, that storm, that great storm was raging. And they woke him up. What was he doing? He was asleep. He was asleep on the hinder part of the ship on a pillow. Now, how in the world could he do that? I mean, how could Jesus sleep in the midst of that storm? What did Jesus say? Jesus, said, I only... Do what I see my father doing. And I only say what I hear my father saying. And what did he say? He said what the father said. He said, let us pass over to the other side. He was sound asleep. And they woke him up. They said, master, carest thou not that we perish? And the Bible says, and Jesus Arose. Everybody shout, he got up. Yeah. Come and shout it again. He got up. Come and shout it again. He got up. He got up. And guess what? He's going to get up for you. He's going to rise on your behalf. If you call upon him, he's going to rise and show you great and mighty things. But the Bible says they called upon him and he arose. And what did he do? He rebuked the wind. The unseen forces. He's gonna rebuke the, what? The unseen forces of hell that's coming against you. He rebuked the winds and that he spoke to the waves and said what? Peace be still. Come on, say those three words. Peace be still. Say it again. Peace be still. Now in the original, when he said peace be still, It means this. He said, be muzzled. That's enough. And guess what he's saying right now. He said, peace be still. He's saying right now to the storms that is coming against you. He said, be muzzled. That's enough. read another version that says, shut up. No more from you. Come on now. And that's what hell is trying to do. He's trying to bring you great havoc. But Jesus is saying, be muzzled. That's enough. Shut up. No more from you. But he spoke peace be still. And church, guess what? The same one that spoke peace be still. Who was it? The Prince of Peace. And the same one that spoke peace be still to that great storm. I believe this, Pastor Bruce. i say this. It's not going to be long. This thing's going to be dragged out by hell itself. But it's going to be speaking peace be still to the things you're going through, the things you're facing, the things you're up against. Oh, come on, shout amen. Amen. But let me close with this. My first closing. Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. But a great storm came against them, let me ask the question, who set that storm? Well, God did. No, he didn't. Because the enemy, the devil, the thief, the wicked one, comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But our God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. I like the words of the late, great John Osteen. Brother Osteen said this, God doesn't send the problems, but he won't waste them either. I like that, time. Because in the midst of all, he'll prove to you that he is still God. He'll prove to you that the throne of heaven is still occupied. But you say, who sent that storm? The evil one, the wicked one, the devil. Why? Because he did not want them to what? To pass over to the other side. You say, but what was on the other side? Look at it. Look at it. Mark chapter five, verse one. The Bible says, and they passed over. Come on now. They passed over. But what happened in the next verse, verse 72, as soon as they passed over, the Bible says, and immediately a man who was full of devils, come on, a man who was demon possessed, a man full of a legion of demons, came running the tombs. Come on now. But guess what? He was set free. And what else? After he was set free, the woman with this blood, she was healed of that disease. Come on, shout. Thank God. What after that? Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? And after the man was set free from the legion of demons, after the widow woman was healed of the disease, then Jairus' daughter was raised from the dead. Woo! Hear me, Passion Church. You that are watching, Harrison, sin, you're not going to make it. But if you only knew what's waiting for you on the other side. If you knew what's on the side of your mountain, you'd begin to shout right now. Come on now. If you knew what's on the other side of the storm, come on, guess what? you begin to get happy right about now. You'd say what's on the other side. You're going through the storm. Come on out. You're gonna make it. He said, I didn't say, but he said, let us pass over because, hear me, church, on the side of the storm we're going through right now, you're gonna make it. What's on the other side? Greater blessing, greater victory, greater miracles, greater healing, greater joy. Greater peace. Come on, shut my body. Greater revival. Greater salvation. Woo! Greater. Amos 9 13. Come on now. Is on the
0: sign. You are going to make it. If somebody believe that, come on, shut. Amen. 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 How oh, come I give the Lord a shout of praise? Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah.
2: I feel good today. And you that are here today at Passion Church, you that are watching online, you're going to make it. Why? Because Jesus was on board with them and Jesus wants to be on board with you. But my question is this you that are here that are watching, are you ready? Are you ready to meet the Lord? You see, we don't know when our life will be over. Our life could end so quickly, so abruptly it could i attended a funeral celebration from my cousin friday night we don't know it was an accident he was involved in and he didn't make it what about you you don't know you see your life could be over so quickly so abruptly but well, i'm strong i'm healthy maybe so maybe not i remember about two years ago i was in atlanta georgia and my flight was canceled out of atlanta I said, when are gonna get home. They said, the first flight you can get on board is to be tomorrow about noon. I said, I gotta get home. I had an urgent meeting I had to get to the next morning. And I said, well, that won't do. And so I got a rental car. And I was gonna drive from Atlanta, the airport in Atlanta, to my home in Virginia, 400 miles away. And so I took off out at of Atlanta on the interstate. Going down Interstate 85 and I looked in front of me and I saw cars over the medium. Cars pulled over. I don't know what it was and I pulled up there it was in Winder, Georgia. Outside of Atlanta, maybe 40 miles on the side of, of Atlanta. And here it was and I, I pulled up and saw people there and you couldn't get around because the road was blocked and everything. But I said, what's going on? And I saw a couple cars flipped over. Some more cars, you know, had been, you know, smashed up. And I got in my car, I walked up and about from here to the back wall, there was a man laying there in the medium that pulled him out of the car. And I walked over there. and. And I, and I was saying, what's going on? He was there. You would see him. And people gathered around. And you know people were saying, call, somebody call 911. So come 911. They said, we've done it. Call 911. And I saw him. And normally I would have kind of stayed back. But I felt the stirring of the Lord saying, you need to go minister to him now. And I went up there where he was. And I could tell he was hurt and bleeding all over. Bleeding all over. And I walked up. and said, excuse me. people said, who are you? Well, I don't like to use this term. I said, I'm Doctor Danny Johnston. I've been given an honorary doctorate. You know, you know. So, oh, okay, come on through. I don't if there was a doctor divinity. Come on now. I'm Doctor Danny Johnston. Oh, come on through, doc. Come on, come on. Now, sometimes it's okay to toss it around if you need to. Come on now. There's a time and a season for all things. Come on. And I walked over there, and people gathered around, and and here was Doctor Johnston. He was laying there. He was hurt. His Lawrence was crushed. You could tell he was heard a voice, by was barely breathing. And I looked, and I knew that I knew that he didn't have long. And I said, sir. I said, can you say that? I said, if you understand what I'm saying, just blink your eyes. I said, if you're a Christian, blink your eyes If you're not, you know, just don't blink him. He didn't blink his eyes. I said, sir, you've been in a major collision here. I said, I don't know you know, if you're going to make it, I trust your will, sir. I said, but let me ask you a question. Do you going to know that you're going to make heaven and not hell? If you do, blink your eyes. He began to blink those eyes. I said, you can't repeat this after me. But when I say something, if you're in agreement with it, I want you to blink those eyes. He said, Father God, I believe that Jesus is your son. He began to blink those eyes. He said, I know I need you in my life. He began to blink those eyes. Make a long story short, I led him in the sinner's prayer. I led him in the sinner's prayer right then and there. And about the time I finished leading him in the prayer, about that time, here comes the 911. The ambulance come pulling up. Everybody get back up, back up. But guess what? I was there at the right time. Guess what? But I found that a little bit later. Guess what? He did not make it. Come on. But I'm glad to say this. He passed over to the other side. Hallelujah. What about you, church? Life can be uncertain. But you've got to know that you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're ready to meet God. But I'm a good person. That's not enough. I've gone to church all my life. That's not enough. You've got to be born again. You've got to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. You're the Lord, but I'm asking you as the Lord, the risen Lord, to come in my life and be the Lord of my life. You that are here today at Passion Church, you that are watching online, let me ask you this. Do you know that you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're saved and ready to meet God? Brother, would you come and just begin to play? Begin to play, begin to play. Look at me, church. Your life could end so abruptly. I trust not. Your life could be over today. I trust not. But I'm asking, do you know that you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt you're ready to to me, God. You that are here today, this great sanctuary, you that are watching online. I preach funerals in my life of young children who were in their preteens. I preached funerals of those in their the teens, the twenties, the thirties, the forties, the fifties and sixties, the seventies, eighties, and nineties. We don't know when life down here will end. But you see. Life is down here, it's but a bit of vapor, the Bible tells us. And beyond this life down here, there's eternity. There's a heaven again and a hell to shun. How do you make heaven? You must be born again. You must make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. So everybody that's here today in this main sanctuary, you that are watching, if you're not where you should be with God, and you know that you need to give your life completely, fully, totally to Jesus Christ. Everybody pray this after me. Pray it out loud out of your heart where you are in your home or where you, you're watching from. Pray it out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, ask you right now to come in my life. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You paid the price for my salvation. You shed your blood for me to wash me clean of all my sin. You died for me, but you rose from the dead for me. You are the living Lord. Death cannot hold you down, but you're alive forevermore. I believe that with all my heart and I ask you right now to come in my life and be the Lord of my life. Take over my life, every part of my life. From this time forth and forevermore. And with your help, with your strength, with the power of your Holy Spirit, I will live for you. I will serve you. I won't turn back, but I'm yours. All yours. You're mine. We're together forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you that are here today and you that are watching, if you pray that prayer and you believe it from your heart, guess what? You're part of the family of God now. You're saved. You're heaven bound. What do you do now? You that have given your life to the Lord or maybe you made a, a recommitment, a fresh start. What do you do now? Let me give you three tidbits, good tidbits. Number one, you pray every day. But I don't know how to pray. Someone say it. I don't have the big Christian terminology of prayer, the prayer words. How do I pray? You pray like this. You pray like you talk to your best friend. You talk to God like you talk to your best friend. Just leave out just leave out the cuss words. Come on now. What else? You read your Bible every day. You read your Bible every day. This is a good book. It is. I know the author personally amen we're family come on now and what else when possible in need to find yourself a good church as I said earlier I highly recommend this church passion church amen cause you'll come you'll be loved you'll be blessed you'll be favored I know that many of you here today you that are watching there are other needs in your life not just salvation but maybe there's a need of healing in your life maybe your home your family your marriage are like a pound of cake ready to explode maybe you ever told your son your daughter your grandkids and ages there needs to be reconciliation maybe you've lost your job maybe you've been downsized raise your hands up honey yeah you darling yeah you get raising up right now God said get ready you're going to see a turnaround here in the next few days come on out in the next few days but you either to watch it and maybe it's not salvation maybe other areas you said but I need God almighty to rise up strong and speak peace be still to the things i'm going through today he's going to do it today's your day You that are watching where you are right now, I want you to raise your hands if you could and would as an act of surrender to the Lord. And you that are here in this great sanctuary, I want you to do that too. Let's raise your hands up to him as an act of surrender. Father God, I ask right now that you would minister to every man, every woman, every boy and girl that is here. Father, you know what they need, what they're facing, what they're up against. But I know that I know that I know that you're a mighty God. You're a powerful God. You're our God. And Father, I have no doubt about it. You're gonna turn these situations all around. You're gonna speak peace, be still to these storms. The heartaches, the crisis, the battles they're going through. And everything is gonna be all right. Amen.